Hey guys, welcome to the DC Godcast. I'm Allie. And I'm Chad. And in this podcast, we answer your tough questions about the faith. Hey guys, thank you so much for joining us today. I am joined with Ava Sulak, her first official DC Godcast episode as a new host. Thank you, Allie. And Father Bob McCabe. We are so happy to have you here. It's an honor to be here. Thank you, Allie. All right, before Ava introduces our question, we're going to begin with a prayer in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Hail Mary, full Holy of grace, grace, the Lord, Lord is with thee. thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, women, and blessed, blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. death. Amen. Amen. In the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Hello, Father Bob. We are Hi. thrilled to ask this question asked by one of our fellow students. Okay. Who is in control of my life, myself or God? All right. Well, there's probably a thousand and one ways of answering that question. But I have to admit, when I first heard it, I went right to people in the Bible, how they responded to invitations mm -hmm. to follow the Lord or continue to follow the Lord. Mm -hmm. So I think in a roundabout way, I'll answer your question. Who's who's in charge of my life, mm -hmm. right? Like Who gets to make the decisions? All right, well, in Mark's gospel, there's a story of the rich young man, someone who's very sincere. And he comes to Jesus and says, hey, I've been doing, you know, I've been doing, following the commandments all my life. I've honored my parents this, that, and the other. I, I've been good. You know, um, what else must I need in order to be saved? And then it says that Jesus looked steadily at him and loved him and said, there is one thing you lack. Go and sell everything you own, give it to the poor, and follow me, and you will have treasure in heaven. Then, then come follow me. So, here we have Jesus placing uh, the, the choice. Mm -hmm. Are you going to be a follower of mine, you know, or not? And it said that, but this young man, his face fell at these words, and he went away sad, for he was a man of great wealth. Now, what I would like to think is that later on, he thought better of it mm -hmm. and came back. And what well, wasn't an apostle, was a follower yes. you know that's what I'd like to think because I mean I think I think Jesus always leaves the door open mm -hmm. right he doesn't lock the door on mm -mm. us oh you made a bad <laughs> choice that, that's part of the good news part of the great news then skipping over to John's gospel John records this discourse this long as it were homily or uh, preaching of Jesus about uh, the bread of life about the Eucharist mm -hmm. and there's a lot of people that says like this is just too much and they walk away okay so then these beautiful words um, that um, that Jesus um, uh, shared he he asks um, his apostles a particular question and if, if we really uh, well first of all um, let me state what that question was you know after many of his disciples left and stopped going with him then Jesus said to the 12 what about you do you want to go away too 
I mean, that really shows a vulnerability yes. on Jesus's part. It's like, hey, you know, you know, you, you don't have a ball and chain around your your, your ankle. Mm-hmm. You, 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 it's your choice. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, what a beautiful response too from from Peter, um, Lord, who shall we go to? You have the message of eternal life, and we believe, we know that you are the Holy One of God. So like, whew, what a profession of faith. Uh, also, uh, you know, the, one of the things I love about the Gospels, they don't uh, um, portray the apostles of having all the answers or making all the right decisions. Mm-hmm. So that makes it much more relatable to us, right? If the apostles were these perfect individuals, it's like, oh, well, I'm not an apostle, so, and we see Peter later on after this, you know, um, saying three times that he didn't know Jesus, denied him out of, out of fear of, you know, being imprisoned and maybe put to death himself. Uh, so, again, what about you? Do you want to go away too? Who's in charge? Jesus is, is really placing it in the hands of the individuals. Mm-hmm. Now, um, my last example, and really my favorite, and to be quite honest, one that I didn't reflect on as well until I, I read um, some of Father Benedict Grishel's book, Arise from Darkness. Um, and he talks about Judas, that even Judas, after he had betrayed Jesus, that he could have, in, in the Garden of Gethsemane, when the Roman soldiers would have come, he could have said, uh, wait, no, uh, you got, you know, this man's innocent, you know, back off, you know, uh, don't, um, he, or he could have gone to Pilate and say, um, Jesus was falsely accused. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and, and even if all else would have failed, Judas could have gone and been there at the foot of the cross saying, Jesus, forgive me. Instead, he despaired. Uh, and what Father Benedict Grishel states is that had he repented, had he had changed you know, his direction, mm-hmm. that there would be famous paintings throughout the world. In every big city, there would be a church called St. Judas the Penitent. You know, wow. So that, that's a beautiful insight that, that I, have to admit, I had never thought of before either. Yes. So here we have the rich young man, the apostles, and then Judas himself. You know, the choice was theirs. And so the choice is ours. Um, now, I may have mentioned this quote uh, in an earlier podcast, um, but it's a beautiful quote. Um, Who you are is God's gift to you. Who you become is your gift to God. So, so many choices are ours. Yeah, I think um, like we've talked about in previous episodes, like free will and how God wants a relationship with us, but he can't force it because what would what would the good come from that? And so it's important for us to constantly be reminded that we have the ability to choose God in every situation. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, the, when, when we were on retreat once as priests, as seminarians, a question was raised by a seminarian to the person giving the, uh, the retreat, uh, uh, a priest. Uh, when did you decide to become a priest? And he, he said, today 
when I put both feet on the ground, you know, when I, I got out of bed. So like every day he's deciding anew, this is my call. And I think that we may, we all make bad mistakes, bad choices, and we all sin, but we all have the opportunity to repent and to begin again. And Jesus knew we were going to be sinners, so yes. that's why he died for us, so he can save us from sin. And that's why he gave us a beautiful sacrament of reconciliation too, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So certainly the apostles had their own free will, but God knew what the outcome would have been, so how does that coexist with each other? Yeah, that's a very good question. And what I like to say is that um, God has um, a script. He has a beautiful plan for each of our lives. But every time we mess up, every time we sin, every time that we, we say, I'm sorry, Lord, I want to start again. Mm -hmm. He is the great rewriter of scripts. So wherever we're at, God will then, he, he has a new script for our life, starting from that point of repentance onward. So it, it's even though he knows everything, it doesn't mean that he is, uh, we're programmed, mm -hmm. all right? So we still have that choice to make. And because he's all powerful, he is able to uh, rewrite a script. Uh, now, and I don't want this to be taken the wrong way, but one of my favorite lines in the whole Bible is from Paul's letter to the Romans, chapter eight, when he says, all things work out for the good for those who love God. Now, St. Augustine, who lived a wild life when he was young mm -hmm. and sinned, you know, in some grievous ways before he repented, he adds on to that. All things work out for the good for those who love God, even our sin. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, uh, now that doesn't mean that we should go out and sin a lot and, okay, God, how are you going to fix this one? But that would be playing games with God. Mm -hmm. But when we're sorry, God can... God, there's nothing that, well, as Romans chapter 8 says uh, elsewhere, nothing can separate us from the love of God. Yeah. So uh, I think we should always be a people of hope. No matter, no matter where we find ourselves, you know, God's much more interested in uh, today and our future mm -hmm. than our past, especially when we repent. Then it's like, you know... He can do anything. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. All right. Thank you both for joining me today, Ava. It's been a great episode. Listeners, we do not live in the matrix, thankfully, so we get to choose our own paths. So make it a good one. Thank you so much. Listeners, thanks so much for tuning in. If you have any questions, email us. Our email address is thedcgodcast at devonchildhighschool.org. For now, I'm Chad Sims. And I'm Allie Tomiko, signing off for the DC Godcast.